Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, so glad you're a part of things here at the College Investor Audio Show, and today we're taking a look at how to protect yourself against predatory lending. So let's just get right to it. So peak borrowing season for new student loans runs during the summer months. So like right now, June, July, August. Well, let's first take a look at the definition of predatory lending. So it's not really that well defined. Many borrowers use it to refer to loans that have terms that they don't like. But that's not what the FDIC defines it as. It's really just imposing unfair and abusive loan terms on borrowers. Typical examples we see are payday loans and auto title loans. The FDIC identifies several characteristics of predatory lending. Things like abusive collection practices, balloon payments with unrealistic repayment terms, high interest rates and fees, fraud, deception, and abuse, of course, and then lending without regard to the borrower's ability to repay, loan refinancing without economic gain for the borrower, or credit insurance that is added to the total loan amount and increases the total interest paid, those types of things. And there are more characteristics as well. Some of these characteristics apply to student loans and some do not. Some, for example, are for mortgages. Federal and private student loans do not have prepayment penalties as a matter of law, but families borrowing to pay for college may encounter non-education loans that have those characteristics. Other characteristics of predatory loans, something like aggressive sales tactics, lending to vulnerable borrowers who lack financial literacy, discriminatory pricing, negative amortization, and more. Federal and private student loans share some of those characteristics, so even legitimate loans aren't perfect. (laughs) Federal student loans are also not subject to the defense of infancy or statutes of limitation. Both federal and private student loans are made to traditional students, some of whom lack the financial sophistication to understand the consequences of borrowing to pay for college. So here's how to protect yourself against unfair loan terms. First, consider alternatives to borrowing. Apply for grants, scholarships, which don't even need to be repaid. Consider tuition installment plans, which spread out the college costs over less than a year and don't charge interest either. Get a part-time job to earn some money to pay your college bills. Borrow as little as you need, not as much as you can. Oh, that is a key phrase. Write that down. Borrow as little as you need, not as much as you can. Live like a student while you're in school, so you don't have to live like a student after you graduate. Students should borrow federal first, because federal student loans have low fixed interest rates and flexible repayment terms. Federal student loans offer deferments and forbearances, death and disability discharges, income-driven repayment, and loan forgiveness options. Before borrowing a private student loan, check your credit reports for free at annualcreditreport.com. Annualcreditreport.com. Errors can affect your ability to qualify for a loan and the interest rate you'll pay if you do qualify. Correct any errors by disputing them. Do so at least 30 days before you apply for a private student loan since it can take a month for errors to be removed from your credit reports. Shop around when looking for a loan. Most borrowers focus on finding the lowest cost loan. 
Other terms that may be of interest, though, include the quality of customer service, like does the lender offer evening and weekend call center hours, and the availability of loan discounts, like auto pay discounts, good grades discounts, graduation discounts, that type of thing. So when comparing student loans, you should also consider both the monthly loan payments and the total payments over the term of the loan. A lower monthly payment may also involve paying a lot more over the life of the loan. A loan's APR combines the impact of the interest rate, loan fees, and repayment term. A higher APR is, of course, a more expensive loan. So you should be a little bit more careful with a loan's APR when it's in the double digits. Like a 16% interest rate on a 10-year repayment term means that you're going to be paying more in interest than the amount borrowed. Yikes. For a 20-year term, an interest rate of 8% or more means paying back more than double the amount borrowed. Another bad sign is when a loan requires more than a 10-year repayment term for the monthly loan payments to be affordable. That's either a sign that you borrowed too much or that loan is just way too expensive. Become financially literate. This will help you understand how interest rates, fees, and loans work so you can make smarter borrowing decisions. Your school might offer some free courses, too. You can also check out thecollegeinvestor.com and look at this article. We have tons of resources, lots of links that you can look at to become financially literate so you can make the best choice for you and your family. Thanks so much for stopping by today. That's all we have for you. Again, you can find this article at thecollegeinvestor.com. And we'll talk to you again real soon.